whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 29 and 30, Las Vegas. It's called Las Vegas, but I also saw on the wiki maybe Viva Las Vegas. But then I also saw on the wiki that it was originally called Love Fool. So I don't know. Take what you want from that. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure. (laughs) Drew and Bianca are getting married with little help from Adam, Fiona, and Imogen. When the Degrassi gang visits Las Vegas, all bets are off! Exclamation point. Dear God. Dear God, indeed. Dear God. This episode. Oh, boy. This episode. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to go with Love Fool, because I love that song. Me too. Um, 1996 song by the Cardigans. Um, And also, I think it applies, just like the title applies... Because they're fucking fools in love, doing dumbass shit. So much dumbass shit. And I guess, like, love me, love me, say that you love me. I don't know. Fool me. I don't know. Sure, whatever. They're both clingy and, like, codependent, I guess. So, truly. Sure. (laughs) All right. Um... We open with them rehearsing with Fiona, and I feel like it's very telling that they're giggling the whole goddamn time. And then she gets to the part where she's like, if anyone... Has anything to say? Speak now. Forever hold your peace. And I just wrote down on my notebook. I object. I super <laughs> this object. This is dumb. Um, but during that part, Imogen and Adam like kind of accidentally interrupt them because they're playing Fruit Ninja, <laughs> which real throwback. <laughs> remember, tw- remember twenty twelve. <laughs> um, I do. And also, I warned Holland that I was going to burp before this episode, but I just did, and it was very silent. So you're welcome. <laughs> you um, don't even need to say anything. <laughs> I know, but I just I felt like I needed to come clean. We, we have to be honest with you guys. Um, also, and then Drew is like, well, there isn't going to be any objections because my mom's not coming. And like, all right. Also, he hasn't written his vows yet, which is nope. not surprising at all. Uh, I am also, surprised that they wanted to write their own vows. I still find it so weird that they won very specifically seven tickets to go to Las Vegas. And then we later find out they don't even use all seven of them. They use why five. did we have to, why didn't you just win like six tickets or something? Like yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense. It does not. It does so not make confusing. any sense. Only five it's of so them are going. Also, why didn't they just they have more friends? Just invite two more people. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, invite Claire and Eli. Why the fuck not? They don't even know Jay and Manny, but I feel like Jay and Manny would have made this episode way more fun. You guys, I just miss Jay and Manny. I miss them so much every day. Constantly. Um, But anyway. Oh, but then the episode, as we were going into the title sequence, Closer by Tegan and Sarah plays. And I love that song. It's a great song. Um, And then that whole, the freaking title sequence was a lot. It was a real time. Also, in the credits here, it says, special guest star, Headley. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Unclear. And Don't then, know. well, we, we, do, we find out who they are later. But I guess we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, but, like, no idea who the fuck they are. And then we're at the, are we, we're at Katie's house. 
And she and Jake are like getting ready to go to Puerto Vallarta, which also, I still find it so weird that she's allowed to go. Insane. It's insane to any of them, but especially Katie. Especially her. Um, Can we get into fashion right away? Oh, yeah. Because Katie is already wearing a swimsuit, which is Oh, like, yeah, she is. Which like, I'm like, why? She's like, ready. She's ready to just get in the water and Drew on the beach. has his leather jacket on. Bianca's fucking wedding dress. I hate it. She looks great, but I hate that dress. Yeah, it's not great. You know what? I, I just like, I don't like that kind of white and I don't like that kind of material. Yeah, the material was like very textured. It's it's so shiny. I just, I feel like those kind of wedding dresses look really cheap, but that's Oh yeah, just I don't, I don't my... like a satiny shiny. No, no. that's just a... Just like a personal snobby like preference. Monica's wedding, Monica's wedding dress and friends didn't like it. Don't care too shiny. For it. Too goddamn shiny. Um, and then oh, as soon as we get to Vegas, everyone's wearing like sequin glitter dresses. Yes. Like every every girl. Also, when Katie is like dressing up to look older, she oh looks God. great. She does. I understand that guy hitting on her. Um, what the fuck is Imogen's like pink plastic necklace? Did you get? I did, did not you see that? It. it was like um, it was like jelly material maybe, or it was just like a sheet of like pink see through plastic, like cut out like that. a semicircle. It was weird. I did not see that. Um, <laughs> when they are at the burlesque club, Adam looks like a choir boy. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. Oh, I like Marisol's like black Vegas like black jack dress she yeah. looked really good too um katie, mo's hair is bad oh yes agreed um the dress that katie gets from the rich guy oh like God. fake zuckerberg is very sexy um i like imogen's wedding pink sparkly dress with like the sash Me too but counterpoint fiona's is bad <laughs> real bad <laughs> um audra's just wearing like a scarf when she shows up which i was confused about i don't know i feel like that's a plain thing you look like you just traveled if you're wearing like a fancy scarf. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Um, that's are all, cold. That's all that I have. <laughs> Me too. Um, but yeah, let, Katie gets a letter from Stanford, I guess. Yeah, Stanford. Um, and she got in, which is like, oh, okay. Which is great. Also, what's with Degrassi and only having their students go to Stanford? Stanford and Yale. Yeah. That's it. The, the, those are the and maybe UCLA. Do we imagine these? No, no, we don't. never UCLA. It's, it's somewhere else. Stanford, Yale, NYU. Those are all the yeah, schools those are that the exist. Only schools in America that exist. Yes. Um, but I just thought it was funny because Jane got into Stanford oh, yeah. and then Katie got into Stanford. And Eli's trying to go to NYU. Um, wait, didn't um, Jimmy try to go to NYU too? Yeah, for law school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Or pre-law, because yeah. you can't just go directly into law school, yeah. Jimmy. You guys, I don't know how any of this exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and Jake's like, oh, exciting. I'm freaked out now, because you're going to leave me. Which, Which is like, why is this always a thing? Ugh, you guys, the high school relationship. Manage your expectations. Oh, my God. Um, but then we're with Drew and Adam, who are pretending to go camping instead of Vegas, so their mom doesn't find out. They're, like, at their house, like, picking up supplies, I guess. And then Audra comes down and is like, oh, wait, I got but, you a stove. But yes. I don't know if that happens yet. I do want to talk about the stove. But also... Oh, and Becky's one, not going. Becky's not going, but Adam, Adam like, needs, needs to, to Skype her, her, which I thought was precious. Um, Drew says something here. He's talking about his mom and about how she doesn't approve of the marriage. And he's like, she thinks Bianca's trailer trash, which, no, she doesn't. Yeah, I don't think so. When was that ever? Like, I mean, it was a thing in the beginning. I think 
on the episode that we missed, <laughs> that's when all this shit happened. That's when, like, Bianca and Audra became at odds. And from what I picked up, I think Audra was telling Bianca not to settle for Drew because he, like, needs more help. I don't know. I feel like Audra maybe said something about, like, how... Drew needs to use all of his opportunities. Like, he needs to work harder, or I don't know. Or, and maybe also said, like, you have worked so hard to where you are. Don't throw it all away to do this. Like, I think that was the sentiment of a conversation she had with Bianca, but it sounded like it got misconstrued into you're not good enough for him or something. I think she was saying, like, I don't want Drew to throw away his future. Yeah. And then Bianca took that as, like, oh, you don't approve of me. Because Bianca's sensitive. I think that's what happened. I think you're right. But I didn't watch the episode. I just listened to and edited the very long episode that Allegra and Cole recorded for us, so I don't really remember. I, yeah, I, um, but yeah, that's definitely, she doesn't think that. But also, Audra doesn't really correct him later on in the episode when he says something like that. Like, I know you don't approve of Bianca. And she doesn't go like, no, that's not true. But I mean, I guess like a little bit later, she's like, I've, welcome you to the family I love you whatever but I think I think Audra's whole thing is like I don't want you to get married because you're a fucking teenager you idiot which is fair which agreed I also cannot support a teen marriage it's crazy no the only teen marriage I will ever support is Haley and Nathan and that is a special case and also fake yeah (laughs) I know this is also fake but like for some reason, it made more sense with Haley and Nathan. Well, because One Tree Hill was, from start to finish, uh, like... Manipulative crazy. and crazy as hell. Insane. Oh, my God. But anyway, I feel like she he is incorrect about the trailer trash sentiment. Yes, he is. But Audra does buy them a camp stove, and she's being really nice. And Drew is being a dick. And then they He's bite. like, I don't need a camp stove. Are you saying I can't light a fire? Ugh, I hate Drew. Also, we can talk, we're going to talk about it. But by the end of the episode, health fuck does drew come out looking like the reasonable sense of like they're trying to push the narrative that drew was like finally came to his senses and like made all the good decisions in the end but i'm like how in the fuck did we get here but unclear we can, i don't we know. can talk about that Ugh, later whatever fuck drew oh my god he's being a dick he's ridiculous anyway then we're back with katie and her parents are like that's really nice about stanford but also we can't afford it yeah and they said something about it being twenty thousand dollars a year which is definitely way less than what stanford oh, costs. oh yeah for sure because like the school that i went to i'm not going to say how much the school i went to was but it was significantly more than twenty thousand dollars a year and it was not stanford yeah i think where i went like out of state would have been twenty thousand dollars a year but I got in-state tuition and like, and it was significantly cheaper if you're in-state. I can't, yeah. I feel like 20000 seems low for Stanford. It's low for Ivy League. That's, well, Stanford's not low, Ivy League, but it's like is it? it's an like, Ivy League-esque. It's well, like, Ivy League is very specifically like East Coast, um, like a certain amount of schools. But, but it's, it's like, like it's the same like level for sure. And it's a private school. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a private school. It's definitely at least $30,000 a year in 2012, probably more. <laughs> I, I would say 50. NYU is yeah. 50. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, in 2012, though? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't go to Stanford. I only knew, like, one person from high school went there, and I didn't even really know her. And she probably got a basketball scholarship there. Anyway. Anyway. 20000 seems very low. Maybe yes. she got some 
financial aid, but and it netted out to still only be. It's netted out to still be twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes more. But sense. But that's still a considerable did, financial I think, aid. <laughs> I think they did like mention something about like even with financial aid. So that yeah, makes, that makes more. Maybe sense. Maybe that's what it is. So, Which like that's still pretty good, but like, like, but like you'd have to. But it's also they're not even f- talking about student loans. But like again, that some pe- that's a whole some people don't want to even consider which i understand yeah but their whole thing is that they can't afford it yeah but they do have five thousand dollars so she can go to tu or whatever yeah college must be so much cheaper in canada yeah five thousand dollars like damn um yeah and but i'm like but how can she afford to go to fucking mexico that's like an expensive trip yeah from canada yeah (laughs) i mean i know mexico is pretty cheap but that's still like between the flight and like the hotel that's gotta be easily five hundred dollars at least probably more i don't know anyway anyway um also it's kind of awkward that jake is just hanging out for this conversation in the background like we can't afford to send you to college it's like oh hi jake over there awkward super awkward yeah um and then we are with bianca who's trying on the dress don't care for it Mm -hmm. and drew is late this seems inconsequential but also, it's like, it's, I feel like it's, they're just trying to showcase that Bianca's a little bit nervous and stressed out that this isn't going to work. Yeah. And then Fiona says something like, don't worry, I told everyone the flight was like 20 minutes or later or earlier than it is. I'm like, girl, you got to go at least an hour early with the fake out for a flight. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> Um, as someone who has told Kelsey to get places, like, <laughs> like earlier than she needs to. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that the last time you told me 15 minutes earlier, I was perfectly on you time. You were, yeah. You gotta, you gotta know who you're working with. It's true. Yeah. Like, you know, adjust for each person, but, uh, solid rule of thumb for me. Tell me to be somewhere 15 minutes earlier. I think I usually earlier. do a half an hour with you. Yeah. Like, like if it's for like a show. If it's a show. Then because then I, because then you're at least 15 minutes early and I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. Because <laughs> the last time, because the last time I didn't do that, you showed up to the show immediately on time. It was a comedy show, but I was still very stressed out. You were very stressed out. Because I couldn't go in without you. <laughs> you were very stressed out. <laughs> Um, we were, we were, it was fine, but <laughs> it was fine. It yeah. didn't start until like 15 minutes after that. Yeah. But I was like, Although, <laughs> I've been getting way better about being on time. For oh, stuff. you definitely have. I've been working on it. We but, also haven't really gone to that many things where there's been like a concrete start time. Yeah. But like for dinners and getting here and stuff, I've yeah. been pretty consistent. I'm not as stressed out about that though. Yeah. <laughs> With like flexible deadlines, I'm like, whatever. But if it's, it's literally just when it's like, there's a set time, oh, then yeah. I get stressed out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, then give me a 30 minute head start. Yes. If I'm early, I'll stand outside and like smoke until you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, anyway. Oh yeah. Then we're at the airport and surprise, surprise, the flight to Mexico is canceled. And what do you know? They just happen to be like, wait, let's just go to Las Vegas. This is Katie, Marisol, Mo, and Jake. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she wants to go to Vegas to try to win her tuition money to school. What could go wrong? She's like, I can count cards. And I'm like, didn't we already have this as a plot line? Oh, yeah, with Allie? With Allie, like 30 minutes ago. Like, it already (laughs) happened. Okay, but Katie's grandfather lived in Reno. So, the biggest little city in the world. Hello? Hello, (laughs) obviously. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. Reno's so janky. (laughs) Seriously. I, yeah, okay. Like, but also, like, I get that Katie's, like, smart, but she's not, like, 
Allie math and science genius. Yeah, but she's still pretty smart. She's smart, but I feel like counting cards is like like a super genius thing. I don't think it's like a... And, and obviously she's bad at it. So <laughs> yeah, my point has yeah, been made. Totally. This isn't that movie 21. <laughs> no. Also, like, all right, we'll get to it. I, I want to make fun of Katie later. Um, but then we're we're in Vegas, I think. Or are we... No, we're on the plane before we're leaving. And Adam is, like, being like, oh... He's, like, waxing poetic about, like, Tora's weddings that happened at the cabin with all the family. And this this is, like, a common thing that n- will then continue to come up around Drew. It's like, oh, your family's not here. Oh, wouldn't it be great if your family was here? Your family's not here. They don't support you. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. And also, they're talking about how Drew's vows suck. Yeah. And Imogen says something about Bianca where she's like, she's basically like Shakespeare except female and not dead. And, <laughs> and that made me laugh. Amazing. And then they discover that Katie and company are on the flight. And, what are the odds? And of course, Katie and Bianca exit the bathroom at the same time. Hijinks. And then Drew just like fucking blabbers and invites everyone to their wedding. Because he's I'm like, like anxious. And their bachelor and bachelorette parties. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, what are you doing? And Bianca's pissed, which is fair. Understandable. Um, um, and then they're like back in their seats and Bianca's mad. And she's yeah. like, don't talk to me for five hours. And don't invite any of your exes to come spoon me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> um, but then we're in Vegas and some awful song is playing. And it's a terrible montage. And then some drag queens start singing song or Bianca and Drew's song I Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis which is respectable I love that song I surprised do. it's theirs yeah seems out of character I think when we were watching this Allegra was like why is that their song I'm like because they can't help falling in love with each other Allegra <laughs> <laughs> I do love that song also very Vegas for El- uh, to have Elvis be your song also to get married in Vegas and not have Elvis do it is like against my religion <laughs> It is actually your plan. <laughs> it is truly my plan. Um, and then we, I don't know, we're like checking into the hotel. Oh, I guess. and also they invited the drag queens to the wedding. Oh, yeah, which I loved. Me too. Um, and I'm like, as one of the drag queens, Headley? I was still trying to figure out who the fuck Headley was. But then I eventually Googled it and it's like a Canadian band, of course. Of course. Um, and then, oh my God, when we get to that scene, what, and then we're in the hotel room with like Mo and Jake and everybody. Mo loves the ropes and Jake is worried about Katie's gambling plan. She's going to use her savings. She's going to use all of her savings. And, and then fucking Marisol drops a topical Big Bang Theory reference. You're no Sheldon Cooper. Says, what if you get caught? You're no Sheldon Cooper. I was like, That's oh boy. Honestly, fair point fucking nerds um and then we learn like oh she has a fake id so that's how she's gonna gamble um and then they go to the blackjack table and then someone asks for her id and is like asking her um like so you're a gemini uh what's your at like asking all these questions about id that i don't think anyone ever asks that many questions unless they know it's fake yeah and, and then just then they it. leave. Yeah. Usually they have like a scanner thing to be able to tell or a black light or something. Yeah. Like this is the most thorough ID check I've ever seen. Yeah. And then 
so this is happening and then some dude comes by and is like don't worry they're with me and he's like oh, okay sir yeah and then i wrote strange boy to the flirtatious rescue i wrote who is this creepy blonde man <laughs> <laughs> um but then we cut to a burlesque show that the boys are at for the bachelor party. Because sauce. They are children. Here's the thing. All right. Here's the thing about for all of the many reasons you should not get married as a teenager. I feel like a big one for me is that your party's going to suck. Yeah. You can't drink. You're going to have a terrible bachelor bachelorette party. You're going to have a like a, a, so much wedding stuff like revolves around like having fun and drinking. Yeah. Like, even like even the wedding, the wedding the reception. itself, like e- they can't drink champagne to toast. They're like getting married. Right. Like even the fucking bridal shower. There's always like mimosas or some shit. Yeah. Like even the tamest of the wedding things involves like imbibing a little. Yeah. You're not going to have any fun. Not that you can't have fun without alcohol, but I'm just saying. Like they they if they had a big wedding they would not be able to like do any of their own catering because like <laughs> unless it was like a dry wedding yeah which no one's going to your wedding if you're having a dry wedding I'm no, sorry unless I love you're you. like Baptist or something yeah um Mormon just yeah anyway not that like if you have a dry wedding go for it do you it's your wedding do what you want i just won't like it me neither <laughs> personally although this may be more telling about you and me <laughs> than probably <anything> holland <laughs> and i like to have a good time every wedding i've gone to has had an open bar <laughs> yep although i did i went to ugh, cash I'm, bar at a wedding that's all that's tacky. worse that's almost worse than a dry wedding <laughs> is worse than a dry wedding <laughs> hell no uh ugh, my cousin had a cash bar not the recent wedding. It was like many, many years ago. Yeah. There was a cash bar and my dad was so pissed. <laughs> I would be too. Yeah. I think I've gone to a wedding where it was like open bar for like a certain amount of time and then it turned into a cash bar, which is still kind of like, okay. My but- friend got married and it it was a cash bar for hard liquor, but it was an open bar for wine and beer, mm, gotcha. which makes sense. That makes we, sense. We were really young and it was a really small wedding. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> these anyway, none of these children can drink because they're children. And we're I don't even know how they got into a burlesque show. And that and then like, I don't know how Adam got into a burlesque show, because I feel like a burlesque show is like probably like 18 plus. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And like the rest of them could like arguably everything be in Vegas is 18 plus at least. Yeah. That, like that was the thing. Like when they were talking about going to Vegas instead, they were like, what are we even going to do in Vegas? Yeah. Which is a great point. Yeah. Like I get it. There's spas and shows and shit, but all those things cost a ton of money. Yeah. Although Vegas costs a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing in Vegas that doesn't cost a ton of money is like a hotel room because they want you to spend your money everywhere else. Yes. Um. Anyway, we're at this burlesque show, and Drew like wants people to go around and tell stories about him, like a real bachelor party. But literally, nobody is friends with him except for Adam, who is his brother. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> and it's like I Why just wrote Wall Dallas has no friends. Why didn't they bring Dallas? I don't know. They had an extra ticket. <laughs> they had two extra tickets. They could have brought Dallas. They could have brought Dallas. And I mean, like, it was spring break, so a lot of those guys, like, went home to visit. Right, right, true. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. And then Jake, like, tells a story about... I don't even remember what Jake's story was. It, Mo it, says, remember when I took that hot sauce shot? Literally five seconds ago? That was fun. And Drew's like, you mean just, 
like just right now and he was like yeah like 30 seconds ago <laughs> no jake tells the story about the video of him falling right. down the stairs right. right he's like when you had sex with my girlfriend this is weird yeah <laughs> like why am i here um, it's weird and then drew's called to the stage with some guy named steve patel and steve patel is way too excited <laughs> Um, but then we're back at the blackjack table and blonde guy is really hitting on Katie, but also is like onto her card counting because she's literally like saying it. She's mouthing her calculations or something. Yeah. And he's like harder than it sounds. Right. And then, yeah. And then Katie immediately is like, actually, my name is Katie and I'm here to win my college tuition. I'm like, why are you telling the stranger all this personal information about yourself? Um, and then we find out that he's fake Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> he's the inventor of face range. And, and he, he gave her a thousand dollars and said she was worth it, which is gross. So gross. And then Katie loses all of her money. Oh, wait, but wait. And his business card says badass billionaire on it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. I that. missed that. Thank God you told me. I missed it. Because it was like a real, uh. it was, it, I think it was a combination of, I watched this kind of stoned. I was wearing glasses and I don't see as well in my glasses. And you're taking and notes. And I was taking notes. So I, I missed stuff. This is why we get into details, you guys. Yeah. We miss things. But then, yeah, Katie loses all her money. And Marisol is not being comforting because Katie's stupid. Yeah, she lost all of her money because she sucks at this. And then she's like, well, what if I call the face range guy? And Marisol's like, what are you doing? Like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. Do not do that. But she calls the face and, range and guy. And she's like, maybe he'll give me a job. I'm like, he will not. No. He will The only ask job he will give you is I was, the one we know what he's going to ask for. Yeah. I was like, he'll ask for a job. Yeah. Of some sort. <laughs> probably. Um, also, like, Katie is, is bad at counting cards. Like, if you are losing that badly when you're cheating, like, you suck. Yeah. You're already cheating and yeah. you're losing. Bro. And then we're back at the burlesque show and Steve Patel is telling Drew about, like, oh, I tell my mom everything. My dad's here. My family. My family. Family. Family supporting me. Family. 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 And Drew is sad. And, and super jealous. Yeah. And then, but next on the list is glow-in-the-dark paintball. So that happens. Oh, but then Drew, like, calls someone and was like, I think we're making a big mistake. And I'm like, okay, did he call Bianca or did he call his mom? Probably his mom. He's definitely making a big mistake, though. Yep. Um, And then we find out that Face Range guy wants to pay Katie to hang out with him. And I'm like... For an afternoon. And Marisol's like, nah, dog, she's not sleeping with you. Don't do that. I've seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> Which, like, go Marisol. And I'm like, Marisol listen to Marisol, Marisol and get the fuck great. out. Also, Katie shouldn't be drinking. I don't, I feel like the show doesn't understand what being an addict is. Yeah, I don't. You're not supposed yeah. to drink when you, just because yeah, you were. Yeah, he gives them mimosas. Just because you were addicted to a specific drug doesn't mean that you have, like, you can just, like, do something else instead yeah that's very confusing to me um katie should not be drinking also i feel like it's telling about me that marisol is like seeing through it and calling it out and being like please don't do this meanwhile i'm like he's gonna give you so much money (laughs) just do it (laughs) fuck it fuck him yeah um but get that money girl it's so sketchy though it is sketchy um but then we're with like, Adam's Becky and Adam FaceTiming. Are yeah. I loved that. It was nice. And then we find out that Drew did call his mom. And Finn 
fucking oh wait then wait no this is i got indignant about something that happens later <laughs> but then and he's like bianca will understand she's like she I loves me her. she'll understand and adam's like have you met bianca <laughs> seriously she will not understand and then marisol is bad at lying i don't know then katie's like i'm sick i'm staying home <laughs> cough cough i'm sick Very and much. then I think someone says something about how the wedding might be off and Marisol's like, I knew it. You owe me 20 bucks to somebody. To Mo. Her yeah. and Mo had a bet going. Yeah. Which. Fair. Like, sometimes I can't stand them and sometimes I'm like, yeah, no, this is great. And then, okay, and then Adam is like, what are you doing? Bianca loves you. You love Bianca. I'm like, Adam, why are you campaigning for this marriage? This is, what it's is happening? It's a bad idea. Who cares? Love does not conquer all, dummy. Yeah. Although that's such like a person like in a brand new relationship thing to be like, love is the best. best. Oh, married immediately. And then. Oh, logical thought goes out the window. (laughs) But then we're back with face range guy and Katie and he's like, I need help shopping. And he like. They don't leave his hotel room. No, they don't. And then he has like a rack of clothes. Which I feel like he's just aggressive not wanting to pay to shoot in Vegas. Probably. And then, but I'm also like. Does he live in Vegas? Why would he live in Vegas? Wouldn't he live in the Silicon Valley if he's like face range guy? I don't know what's happening. Me neither. And then he's like, and then I wrote, of course he has lady clothes like a creep because he's like, well, why don't you pick out something to wear? We're going to a concert or something like that. He is very smooth about it. Yeah. And then, and he, then I wrote down like while Katie you picks a dress. I wrote down while you nailed it, but I don't know if that had anything to do with this scene. But then I, I think it was. I don't know. I don't know if we hop to another scene. But then he's like, "Your check and champagne is on the table, just to get it out of the way." Yeah. And then he has a concert in his hotel room. Which- this is Headley. Which I've never heard of them in my entire life. Me neither. And she's like, oh my god, it's Headley. I'm like, who the fuck are these yeah. people? My note is, what band is this? And also, can I just say, okay. so <laughs> so awkward. I have, I have so many thoughts about this. Okay. So, like, first of all, what the fuck is this band? Second of all, like, do they have neighbors? <laughs> They're playing loud music, like, with amps and everything. This is not an acoustic show. Yeah. Also, it's just for two people. Yeah. How much did this cost? So much money. How much do you like Headley to like... like how Maybe unco- Headley was just the cheapest How band. uncomfortable was Headley just watching this guy and some teenager dance in front of them yeah. while they perform? Oh. Also, the Headley like lead singer guy like left the stage and oh was God, like walking did. around they them. They all did. The guitarist did too. They're just dancing around. I was like, this is the most this awkward. So like, this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I feel like there was like like smooth intentions behind it and he thought it was going to be like suave and I guess it worked and it went on for way too long but it was like it went on for way too long it was so awkward like if that happened to me I would not be like swoony I would be like this is very weird also is it during the scene where are they still dancing when he's like she's like what do you want from me honestly or like something she says something like that and he's like honestly I want to have sex with you I appreciated how straightforward it was. (laughs) It was so funny. He offered to pay her $20,000. $20,000. 
Honestly, uh, I would move in. <laughs> if someone was like, I will pay you $20,000 to have sex with me, I would just be like, and it was like a young, cute guy. I know. He wasn't even old and creepy. No, if it was like a young, hot guy. This is your controversial opinions you were telling <laughs> yeah. me about, I right? texted Holland last night because she, she texted me and she's like, this episode was insane. I was like, yeah. I was like, I have some controversial opinions on it. <laughs> and my controversial opinion is $20,000 would pay off almost all my student loans. But also, you're not... A 17-year-old child. Oh, no. No, I'm and... not saying that Katie should have done it. I'm just saying. I was personally. Like, but personally, I was like, listen. Personally, I want to. I don't know. I don't know if I want to definitively say that. Oh, no. I, my mom I, listens to this will, podcast. My mom does not know what a podcast is. I will definitively say would have done. Probably. Were, that's, like, that's a lot of money. He Honestly, I... I was about to say, and he wasn't even gross. He wasn't even. He was kind of. He was gross in different ways. He was definitely gross in different ways. But I've definitely slept with grosser for no reason. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) Just like where you like lost a part of something, rather than gaining twenty thousand dollars. Or I just like lost some dignity. That's what I meant. Like you just like you're like, oh, like I made some choices. Didn't need to do that. No. Um. Yeah, no. And if she's on board, if you're like, like, yeah, I'm making this decision to say yes to this decision. If she's on board, I support her. But she's, she's, but she's a child and this is like illegal. So, but I maybe don't do this. But I like, I would have. Although it's not illegal in Vegas to, to be a sex worker. All right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't it legal there? I don't don't know the laws on that. I think it is. But I would have been like. Hell yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up, face range guy. That's so much money. I'll move into Although, your weird Although, is it hotel. sketchy? Because it's, like, not taxable and, like, I don't know how that works. If you suddenly know. came into 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. And didn't tell the IRS. Probably. Probably. Yeah, how would taxing that work? I don't know. That's why I'm like, wait. I don't know how you would handle that. Um. Anyway. Um. Then we're also, at the wedding. Marisol caves immediately. Oh, she, like, tells... Yeah, we're at the wedding. Marisol immediately tells Jake about the thing. Um, and then Katie walks in. Like, the wedding hasn't started yet. And Drew's freaking out. And then Marisol spilled the beans. And then Katie walks in. And she's like, oh, no, you told them. And he's like, eh. And she's like, eh, he's offering to pay me my tuition. And he's like, eh, the college means more to you than I do. And I'm Which, like, I mean, yeah, yeah probably. Like, I don't understand, like, why you can't just go to TU, why Stanford's such a big deal. And she's like, well, maybe if you weren't stoned all the time, yeah. you'd get it. <laughs> Which, like honestly probably true (laughs) you're not fucking rollerblading around your house seriously (laughs) thinking you're faster than a race car (laughs) um but then we're with this is why you shouldn't smoke weed like before your brain fully develops but then we're with imogen and fiona who are like carrying basically bianca to the wedding and then we find oh yeah we find out that like drew had left bianca a ton of messages on her phone of like i think we're making a mistake let's call it off and then we find out that imogen actually put her phone on silent so bianca has no idea that he said any of that and then we're at the ceremony and then um all of a sudden audra walks in and it's like and she's here and like i think the music starts a lady like presses play on a boombox for like the wedding march yeah and then audra comes in and then immediately like shuts off the music and i'm like love the entrance audra it's amazing 
and then the drag queen is drama there. And I'm here for it. And then and then and then the lady like puts the music back on, and then Bianca Bianca comes in, and it's like, no, 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 this is crazy. And I don't really, I didn't write down a lot. I don't know. Bianca storms off. Yeah. Drew's like, I called her because I thought maybe we were making a mistake. Right. And Audra's like, he called me because he thinks you guys are making a mistake. And that's when Bianca storms off. Right. And then Audra's like, I can't support a teen wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, me, neither can I. Me and I'm like, neither. listen to your mother. Seriously. Um, and Nothing has made like- me feel older than watching Drew and Bianca get married. I'm like, I'm a thousand years old, but you guys are fucking this idiots. Is stupid. Uh, and then I get that blow up thing happens and then we're with katie and bianca who are like commiserating together bonding with champagne and bianca has my same outlook which is he's not old and creepy yeah Yeah. girl do it and but then but it's also just like all about katie it's like we're not talking about bianca's problems it's like katie's like me 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 (laughs) which is such a theme in this and then She's like, I know what I have to do. And then the next shot is we see her in the fucking hotel room. I'm like, oh, shit, she's going to do it. Yeah, this my next note is TBH. I think she should do it. <laughs> but then he starts to get like an attitude when she gets to get like slightly cold feet. And then I got like a bad feeling. And I was like, no, nah. I honestly thought someone was going to fall off that balcony. <laughs> Like, that would have been such a turn. Like, no, it doesn't get that dramatic. But part of me was like, he's going to get like pushy and she's going to like fight him off and he's going to fall off that balcony. I thought that it was going to get like violent. Yeah. I really did. The balcony gave me pause. As but well. like it doesn't. That and doesn't he does get an attitude. He does get an attitude though. She's like, is it getting she's, hot in here? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, no, no I mean I like, water. like, can you get me some water? And he's like, oh, all right. Yeah. But they do kiss a little bit. They do. Um, but then cut to fucking Jesus Christ. And then, um, wait, I have like so many embarrassing things to say about this. But first of all, um, Drew says to Bianca, I was a fool today. And she goes, that's generous. (laughs) (laughs) Which Bianca is forever the queen of my heart. So yeah, Drew's trying to apologize. And then he fucking starts singing Elvis at her. And it's really bad. He's not good. And he's wearing a gold jumpsuit. But can and then, I just well, say, wait, wait, then the drag queens jump in and then he like pulls off his clothes and reveals a sparkly gold jumpsuit and it's still terrible and Audra has maracas. Listen, here is the thing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a really embarrassing fact about me. So I needed to tell you guys that I was a little bit high when I watched this episode <laughs> Because I need that for this. For, I need to caveat that. Did you that. like it? I loved it. It was so bad. I cried. <laughs> I like you liked it because it was so bad. A little bit. <laughs> I liked it because it was so bad, but I also liked it because I am like a huge sucker for like a grand a, gesture. A, I am. I don't know why, but not in real life. In real life, that would freak me out. Yeah, I and I would like flee the scene. Yeah, but on television. I love like a big dance number about like love and and I love this song and I love that Audra got involved. When I saw that Audra was shaking maracas, <laughs> that's when I cried. And I was like, she's so supportive. I'm just like alone in my bed crying. I mean, I usually am in support of like big TV grand gestures, but I just do not ship Drew and Bianca at all at this point. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't care. This is stupid. Drew's bad at singing. This is ridiculous. I love that Audra is shaking maracas. But I'm like, I don't support this relationship, whether they're getting married or not. They're 
both so stupid. They are. I'm over them both by now. I'm very over them both. I don't ship it at all. This did not move me. No, I do not ship it, but it did move me. I don't know why. Um, but then, um, and, and then, then he's like, will you marry me sometime? And, and I'm like, like good, well, make it prolonged. A, sure. A better choice. Yeah. And, and then, then we find out that Katie did not go through with it. Yeah. And she's going to take a break from boys into, for a while, which is probably wise. But this, uh, like, she has this conversation with Marisol on the plane ride home. Mm-hmm. But then we cut back to the hotel. And I guess Drew's dad is here. Have we ever seen him before? Maybe like well, we one time when once. they burned Adam's clothes and they're having an engagement party in the hotel with like non-alcoholic champagne, which like, what is that? Apple cider? It's sparkling apple sparkling cider. cider. Honestly, delicious. I love sparkling apple cider. It reminds me of like Thanksgiving and like as a kid and you like drink it out of a champagne flute and yeah. you feel fancy. Oh my God. My, my parent, my mom is like Christmas crazy and she used to have these big Christmas parties and then she stopped having them when we got a little older. Because she was like, I, I can't send you off to your grandparents anymore. <laughs> um, and But she would have like really big, like we had really big Thanksgiving and really big Christmas. And we would always drink the like sparkling apple cider out of like, she would buy uh, like plastic, like, like plastic, plastic champagne, champagne flutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would do that too. Um, but then, and then we find out that Audra helped him buy Bianca a ring, which is crazy. And well, no, it was like a family heirloom. Oh, right. Whatever. But still, still, that child is wearing like thousands of dollars on her hand. And and then this is the part where it's like Drew comes out looking like like he's the one who solved the problem or like the one who came to his senses and realized they were making a mistake or something. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm never on Drew's side. Are you fucking kidding me? You will never trick me. You will trick you me into the crying, one who was but you being... will not trick me into being on Drew's side. He was the one who was being so childish and indignant the entire time. He basically proposed to Bianca to prove to... That he's a big kid and he, he's a grown up and he can do it, even though he has no idea what he's talking about. Bianca is just in love with him and went along with it, but it's like, oh my, like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? And then I think the episode ends and goddamn Headley is singing the theme song over the credits and I did not care for it. Nope. Oh my god. This fucking episode was bananas. Bananas. It was a lot. I don't even know if I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't did. think I did. Oh, my God. I, I kind of hated it. I think, I, I think it's just because I don't like Drew. Drew's fucking stupid as hell. Oh, my God. Well, that was the episode. Grapevine. Spirit Squad. Oh, Spirit Captain. Squad. Sorry. It's been a minute. Audra? Audra? <laughs> <laughs> Love those maracas, girl. Rock it out. Um, Ship? No, Becky and Adam. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Marisol, Marisol and, and Mo weren't insufferable this episode. They were all on the same page here. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, great. Fine. We have two emails. Um. First one from Kirsten Hilton. Subject is: I wish I still had Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and she says, a whole email seems excessive, but this is kind of my only option. So question, where do you guys think Wesley would be if he were still on the show? Also, do you miss him? 
Um, the last episode with Wesley really soured me towards Wesley. So I don't miss him, but I do miss him, if that makes sense. I honestly forgot about him until I read this email. <laughs> uh, I think he is still pogo sticking around town. Yeah. That's what I that's what I want for we Wesley. We also have not seen Connor in a very long time. Um, we'll see him in the next episode, but before the next episode, we hadn't really seen him in a while either. Yeah. Um, I, I also did forget about Wesley until this, although like I miss certain things about Wesley. Yeah. I miss him giving shit to Dave. I wish someone was still giving yeah. shit to Dave. Oh God, he deserves it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He'd just be like, I don't know. Hanging out with Connor. Pogoing. Pogoing away. I don't know. Um, but then the next email we have is from Shelby and the subject line is scenes I would have loved to see on Degrassi. And it just says, Emma and Mia having a conversation where Emma confronts Mia about being a teen mom. Do you think that would happen? Or do you think Emma would be like, you're brave. My mom was a teen mom. I think it would have been like, you're brave. My mom was a teen mom. Yeah. They should. I feel like it would have been interesting for them to at least talk about it. Yeah. Um, or, Or, sorry. It says comforts Mia about being a teen mom. So, yeah. Sorry. I misread that. Um, and then the second one is Connor having a conversation with Eli about how weird it is when your brain isn't quite built the same way as everyone else's, which would have been amazing. That would have been great. That would have been really good. Although, I don't know if he could have articulated in that way. But yeah, maybe. That's true. But I don't know if, like, but they the, I don't know had, if like, the parallels would have been obvious enough. Because Connor is so smart, but he also, like, and so perceptive, but not I, I feel like not in like his brain doesn't work in the way that he would make like such like compassionate leaps in that way like I feel like it doesn't make sense it would be a nice thing to see but I don't think it makes sense I mean it, I think it could have worked if like if Eli instigated if it. one of them was like if Connor was in a situation where like something weird happened because of the way his brain worked and Eli was a part of it and he like comforted him about it or like the other way around like when they were around it and then they just were like god I just wish my brain worked like the same way and and then the other one would have been like yeah I know how you feel or like something like that I don't know if it would have been like they were directly dealing with each other but maybe one of them was like a peripheral a peripheral character who would be there to be like I get it, dude. It's kind a, of. I feel like it's a really nice idea in like a fan fiction universe. Yes. Whereas the the other one feels like more of a reality that could have happened and was just an oversight yeah. that they missed. And then the last one is someone mentioning an op-ed in the local paper about how Degrassi wastes money, is poorly managed, and has whiplash crackdowns on student behavior. Seriously. Like, <laughs> Honestly. It's unreal. <laughs> um, but that is all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. So if you'd like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. Uh, did we tell everyone that we're on Spotify now? Yeah, we have. But okay. again, we're a on reminder, Spotify. I forgot. Until, I I always forget. Until I realized that I searched myself. And then I was like, oh, right, there I am. <laughs> right. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend a YouTuber I recently discovered. Her name is Amelia Fart. She is amazing. Just look her up. 
She's like, she, I don't even know how to explain her. She's like, she, she's Canadian. She's from Montreal and she's like queen of not giving a fuck about what anybody else thinks about her. And she's also hilarious and makes very specific pop culture references that are like very in tune with my interests. I don't know how to explain her very well, but she's hilarious and very weird and also very insightful. So I'm going to recommend her. We're both recommending Canadian things. Oh, cool. Because I'm recommending a show that I already told Holland about oh, right, on right. Friday. Um, it's called Letter Kenny. It's on um, Hulu. It is delightful. Okay, so it's like it's Canadian TV show. There's a fair amount of swearing. It's and it like it. It seems like it's gonna be stupid. Like the reason that I started watching it because I was like trying to go to sleep and I was like this is gonna be dumb and it wasn't. Um, it's basically like. This like tiny like basically meth town like near Alberta I'm guessing and they like I don't know there's like the like farmer guys and there's like the like meth head techno goths and there's like the hockey player jock guys and like you know whatever it's like their lives and how they like interact and fight with each other and stuff. I'm not describing it well but you should know (laughs) that it has some of the smartest quickest funniest dialogue i've heard in a really long time like the kind of shit that i i like wanted from rewatching gilmore girls but did not quite get <laughs> basically yeah. it's like it's just like and you don't expect it like i turned it on and i was like oh this is weird i don't like it and then like the first scene i was like oh no this is amazing <laughs> i watched Two seasons and two nights. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, the first season's like six episodes. But oh. I watched two seasons and two nights, and I was nice. so sad when it was over. Uh, is it only two seasons? I don't know if they're going to have more or not. I hope mm. so. I just, like, it's in Canada, so I don't know, like, the status of it. Right. And I haven't done any Googling, so I <laughs> am bad at that. All right. Um. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.